welcome to the inaugural episode of Between the Referrals. I'm your host, my name is Richard, and today I'm here with three gentlemen, Brian Reed with American Portfolio Mortgage, Vince Romano with Romano Realty, part of Keller Williams, and Tony Quagliano with Eric J. Fernandez and Company. Uh, good morning, gentlemen. Morning. How hey, are good you? morning. So the purpose today is uh, talk a little bit about um, referral and networking groups, um, their importance in the community, um, how long you guys have been part of one, uh, specifically Referral Partners 365, uh, based in what we would say McHenry County. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I just, I, I put together a little sentence and it's, I, I called it a small group of business professionals um, helping individuals grow their business through mentoring and referrals. Would that be safe? Yeah, I'd that would say be so. safe. Okay. So now that it's 2024, how long ago did you guys venture into the referral or networking business? Forever and a day. Yeah, actually for me, it was back in 2009 and I've only really been in one, really one group, which is kind of this one that started out. I, I went to a, uh, a, a chamber event first to kind of check that out and got a bunch of people sticking business cards in my, you know, in my wall, anywhere, anytime you turn around, you got a business card thrown at you and figured, okay, that wasn't for me. And then I kind of uh, ventured into, okay, what are networking groups about and stuff like that. And that was back in April of uh, 2009. Yeah, I've never been part of a networking group other than this one, the one we started. So, yeah, same here. Um, I, not a group. You know, all referrals I had always came from banking relationships and other client relationships. So, never really thought about being part of a referral group. But, uh, you know, having been approached by someone who was starting it at the time, it, uh, it intrigued me and uh, you know, I showed up one time. Yeah. How many people attended the first meeting? <coughs> oh, the, Brian can answer that. Yeah, the the fir, the very first meeting it was pretty funny. So we we started out in uh in Lake in the Hills and we were in a basement uh of the bank and we had one little table and there was like three of us staring at each other trying to figure out okay, well how are we going to get other people to kind of join us and be part of this vision. And, and that was it. We, we started out, it was like weeks after week, we just tried to add one more person to the table. How did that come to be though? Like who had the idea of like, Hey, let's get together in the basement of a bank and try to help grow each other's businesses. How did that whole conversation come about? Did you just, were you just sitting in your office one day and going, I got to find a way to grow my business? No, that's a great question. So for I started out with, uh, there was a, a networking group that was forming a new uh, like networking group up in McHenry. And so I drove up to McHenry, <clears throat> went up there. There was a, there was another lady, Amber France, who worked for Illinois state bank, who's moved out of state. I met her up there. She was sitting next to me and there was a bunch of people in the room and I wasn't vibing it with a lot of people. And I really liked Amber. And I I, I said, Hey, you want to go to lunch? And she said, yeah. And then I talked with her. I said, I'd love to start something with you, but not up here in McHenry. It just, it just wasn't where I wanted to go. It was further from where my, my primary business was and location. So uh, we went out to lunch and said, let's start one up in, in Lake in the Hills. And then that's when I was talking to Vince about it. And we, we started putting people together, Tony and, and yeah, Amber was my tie in. Yeah. And first the, coming into the group. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's banking relationship that I was mm-hmm. working with. Yeah, and so that was that was it. That was it was really like the four of us that kind of first started out sitting around a table, kind of going from there. And and we got the networking group to agree that we would be the ones that would kind of start one up in this market, and they were trying to start one up up in McHenry. Now, do you guys were you guys doing that on your own, or was there a platform or a a franchise or something that you were? thinking about being a part of, or you're just trying to start your own thing. Yeah, no, there, there, there was a franchised group that was uh, had been working actually nationwide trying to uh, start up these little referral, local referral groups, and uh, this was definitely part of it. It was, uh, they, they had a, you know, somebody who would have been a representative uh, for that franchise who would c- kind of come in there, show you how they would want the, the meeting to run, supposed to be in the form of a business meeting and it was very regimented and very uh, you know uh, scheduled uh, type of meeting to have and so that's that is the platform we jumped on and, and decided to join yeah yeah we grew I think I came I don't think it was the very first meeting it might have been the second meeting you're pretty uh, close <laughs> it was pretty close I think it was the second meeting I just remember the white folding table you know that six foot <coughs> table that everybody has at their banquets or whatever and we just kind of put a list together of what other businesses um, we thought we would want to include. So we all put our list together um, and we just went out and we asked everybody we thought, you know, friends and businesses that we thought might fit within our group. And we went out and invited them to come sit around this table and talk. And we, yes, you know, like, just like Tony said, we were following kind of a, like a format that this franchise had put together as far as how to recruit other businesses. And once we got to a certain level of other businesses where, um, you know, we had some sort of a, a large enough group, you know, maybe 10, um, then we were able to start having a formal meeting where we would follow, obviously, a, a, a normal agenda, you know, where we would then have like a, a president or a leader of the meeting, and then we would start you know, kind of holding these meetings where we would share um, best practices and we would start, you know, talking about, you know, how to pass referrals back and forth to one another, you know, and then grow from there. Remember that we, we measured success by how many tables we had, right? Right. Because originally we were just around one table and it was like, and we had like, like six or eight of these six foot tables. So we're like, if we could just open up another table. Yeah. Right. If we could just put another couple people at this table, that would be huge Um, because then it it opens up. You know, I think one of the things that was important for me with with this was I wanted to build my network of people that I know, like and trust that my clients could use. Right. So when somebody calls me and they say, I I need a painter, I need a CPA or I need a realtor, whatever, I had that connection. And so it was important that we grew with the right people, not just throw people at tables but we had to advance to that next table, like Vince said. Otherwise, we were just staring at each other. Yeah, we need, we needed some bodies. Yeah. Um, and, and again, in the initial phases, it wasn't as you know uh, you, we were willing to bring on most anybody in any type of business uh, thing. You know, the thing to point out in the in this group and in this franchise is that was it an exclusive to what you did. <laughs> Um, and so that was one of the elements is you couldn't have three accountants in it. You couldn't have three investment guys. It was one, one type of each business that was, uh, you know, allowed so that, you know, there was a certain limitation that existed. So you had to go get specific. Why is that different than say 
Because that model doesn't work in the cha- like in the right. Chamber of Commerce no. meetings because they can have 10 different banks. Why is that model so important in a, and I'm not going to call it an exclusive referral group, but we'll call it a selective referral group because it's important because. It's important because you, you need to have a go-to person in that whatever line of business you have. If, if you're working with multiples, if, if you're in a group having to pass referrals and you had to make a choice, between here, three investment guys who are in the group, it, it, you're just going to upset the other two who aren't getting the referral. It's, it, it just doesn't work in that type of environment we were creating. And Could you also say that maybe you're vetting the, the most qualified company to be in that position so that when you refer them to your customer or to your, I, to your referral, then you're referring the best possible person yeah, to them? I, I think that ended up becoming a function of what ultimately occurred is we, you know, there was an interview process to who would come in. We just weren't, you know, ultimately after we got through the initial push of getting some bodies in there, uh, we ultimately, um, yes, there was a selectiveness that occurred in, in regards to who was coming to a meeting. Was this person really the right fit? Do we think they're really at the top of, of what they do? Um, and that's the element that's really occurred over time in this group is every single person who we have in this group is is at the top of their game at what they do. And yeah. that's probably the most important thing when you're trying when you're referring and having that trust within a group is that the people are highly competent um, who you're referring to because uh, you know again you don't want to you don't want to look bad referring somebody mm-hmm. who, who can't perform what what you've referred them to do. I, I'm going to ask this next question to Vince because I think he probably has the most um, contact with just the general public. Like you get people who are coming to you, Brian, specifically for a mortgage and you're getting people who are like, I need to do my taxes or I have an accounting issue, Tony, but Vince, people aren't buying houses all the time, right? So you may not end up with that person as a customer, right? You're showing them, but, and you're, and you're out there and you're saying, well, I have to sell myself to that person. And then whether they choose you as a, a, as a realtor or not, whatever. But let's take a step back for the people who don't really understand the importance of a referral group or a networking group. Because some people, they poo-poo it, right? They're like, oh, it's a networking group. It's, it's evil. It's, they're just in it for themselves. Let's explain to the people who don't really understand the importance of having a qualified or a selective referral or a networking group, why that's so important to your business and why it's so important to your customers. Well, I think it's important because, yeah, I am that guy that people call because I got a guy. I mean, I have people who call me all the time that don't even use me as the realtor because I have people and I have that list of people who I know, like, and trust to do a job. You know, people call me for a mortgage and people call me for accounting and painting and you name it. I have somebody for everything or almost everything. So, you know, and it's not just here, it's in other areas, it's in other states, uh, because I network with realtors all over the country um, and in different areas. I mean, my job has become networking and and I didn't even know it was going to evolve that way. It, it's just wild and how it's become. You know, I'm a family joke at Christmas parties and Thanksgiving and Oh, Vince has got a guy. Oh, everybody rolls their eyes. And it's become comical, um, but it's actually become a part of me, and it's kind of who I am. Um, You know, if I come across somebody on a job, I know I ask them who they are. I ask them a little bit about their business and, and, and their work. And if I like what they're doing, 
and and I, I look at their quality, I'll kind of incorporate them and I'll, I'll ask them to, you know, hey, can I refer you out or can I have a card? And, you know, in turn, you know, they may ask me to for a card and maybe they'll refer me, you know, to someone who might need help selling a house. So, you know, that's kind of how it's just evolved for me. And that's why I think it's important. The biggest question I think that I see online when people are like, oh, it's a networking group. Oh, it's a referral group. Let's just clear the air. Do, do you compensate the person that you're referring at all? No. In no, any no, way, shape, or form? No, never. No, if you, if you recall the, the, <coughs> the tagline of that uh, franchise, franchise uh, was giver's gain. Mm-hmm. And that, oh, yeah. And that truly, that that's, that's what goes on here is you're giving referrals without the expectation. It's not a pay to play. Yeah, I would right. never refer. It's such a small world. I would never re- refer somebody that I didn't trust because if that person, you know, screwed that person over or did a terrible job, it's going to come back to bite me and then they're not going to refer me. Um, so I would never do that. You know, in fact, when we first started this networking group, we were on the naughty list with the franchise because they wanted us to take anybody and everybody who had an open checkbook and we wouldn't do that. We vetted every single person that wanted to join us. And so to go back to one of your earlier questions, you know, why wouldn't we take three electricians? Um, One, it created poor chemistry within the group um, because, you know, you know, it's not a team effort, you know, but the reason we wouldn't either is we, or the reason we couldn't, or eh, forget that, but what we did was we interviewed all three electricians and we picked the best one to join our group. So when we did refer that person out, we knew that those clients that we referred to were getting the best one. So, you know, that's why we do what we do. Do you ever have turnover in the group? Meaning... Do you ever get someone in that you vetted and then you realize they either may not be a good fit for the group, right? Or they've just kind of worked their way out because they might get too busy, right? Yep. Because their referrals yeah. from the group have caused their business to increase so much and now they're not coming to meetings or they're they're not referring people, yeah. they're just they're so busy and then so give me, a, you know, not, not a specific example, but maybe give me an example of how that works. And then that person leaves the group and then their business kind of falls off. So why is it so important to be part of a group that is referring um, good, healthy businesses? We've had several. Let Brian talk. Yeah, I mean, we've, we've had several people that, that were not able to make the transition. And we, and we did see some because it's interesting, right? When you're a sole proprietor and you're a one, one person shop, right? And then you get in and all of a sudden we've seen people where we've helped them grow their business and they get to a point where they've got to hire, right? And that's always scary for uh, an entrepreneur to say, okay, I've got to hire that next person. Am I going to get the business to be able to cover them, right? And grow to the next level. And we've seen where people have grown their business to the point they need to hire. Their service slowed up with us. They weren't able to attend the meetings. It just didn't work out. We had to let them go. And, and then I guarantee you their business saw a bit of a pullback because then we moved on to the next partner that we were trying to bring in to fill that need. Um, and then we've had other people, they've gotten too big that they didn't, they didn't attend the meetings or they didn't, it wasn't a priority for them because they had stuff coming in and 
we, we didn't allow them to continue on the group. And it doesn't mean that they have to wait until the retur- uh, ref- um, renewal part is up. We've had people where we've had to part, part ways with yeah. them mid midterm because it wasn't the right fit. Um, because like Vince said it, you know, our customers and our friends and family and everybody, it's very important that we give them the right, the right referral and the right connection for them. And if the service levels aren't there, then they're not going to be a good fit for our group. Right. I, th- I think it's important to talk about the accountability that goes on inside the group and the regiment that, that does exist. I mean, first of all, we do meet once a week. We always have. Uh, it's always been on a Thursday. Used to be when we were in person, it was 7.30 to 9 o'clock every Thursday morning. And so that, that that's an element of this group that you, you have to be able to commit to. If you can't commit to, to doing that, um, then you really can't. Why is the commitment the so important? Get, talk me through why the commitment. I mean, I know, obviously know, but right. tell me from your perspective why the commitment is so important. And it's not just, hey, we want you to be here. Why is it so important we want you to be here at the meeting? Well, at each of our meetings, one of the things you that everyone does is they have the opportunity that week to state what they're looking for as far as a type of referral. So being in front of each other um, when we were in person and now I will, we do most of this via Zoom, um, it, it, you have that ongoing contact on a weekly basis. It's just the connection you have, the understanding of what the other people in the group are looking for, okay? And it allows you to to kind of uh, assimilate that in, in your daily, what you, what's going on in your daily life as far as who you're, who you're coming in contact with and saying, oh, yeah, you know what, that, that person was talking about something like this, and I just had, I just had a client I'm talking to who's talking about, Hey, you needed to refinance. Here, I need to get them to Brian. Okay, or you know what they're they're thinking about moving to Arizona, and you know what that means they got to sell a house. They should be talking to Vince, type of thing. So it, it's the recurring, um, uh, you know, once a week meetings and the contact and, and the understanding you get from from everybody that's you know in the group what what they're looking for and, and just that reminder, uh, top of mind type of thing. That's that's extremely important. Connection, pull through, chemistry. Yeah. You know the the joy, you know, and the positive energy of being around people. You know, just like you know, like an office. You know, you know when that whole the office is buzzing. You know, the water cooler talk. You know, that's what's important about you know being together. And I, I think you learn too about you know what's going on in their, their business, life. where they're and their, right, and their life, right? But then you also learn about you know what what's your struggles or what's your challenges or your things that you have going on. And even though we might be in different industries, there's opportunity to learn and grow, right? Because you there are parallels between different businesses. Um, and I think, like Tony said, you get to learn about stuff from people. Like there's stuff that without meeting with Tony all these years or weekly basis, I wouldn't be able to know, you know, I know where he went to college. I know some of his prior jobs. I know, I understand his hobbies. I know more about Tony than just, he does an awesome job at taxes. I mean, they shop for underwear together now. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. crazy. Cubs fan yeah. or Sox fan. Yeah. yeah. Those well, are, well, that's a problem. That's we a problem. Talk, we don't talk about that's that. A, Tony and I don't talk about that because I'm, I'm right, white I, Sox. Opposite and I'm Cubs. So, yeah. um, so I think what's cool, let me, let's go back. Vince's How Cubs, long right? have we been together? So, so we've been together officially uh, in April of 2009. Okay, so 20, 20, 2024, all the way back to 2009. So 15 years. So, 15 years. Tony, the accountant, because I can't do the math that fast. So 15 years. So that is a, a testament to our business model, you know, how well it works. Staying power. And staying it. power. 
And the thing about it is our, um, what do you call it? Our attrition or we, you know, the core model or the core people have been together so long that we've become more than just a networking group. We've become close friends and we do a lot to, with each other outside, you know, of the group, which is, that's how I got, that's how I actually came to the group through Brian. I mean, we were friends before. So we've known each other 15 years or something, 14 years, something yeah. like that. And I've been with the group 13 years. So you were like, hey, what about this group? What about this group? And then I switched jobs and I came on and I did that. And so I've been part of the group 13 years. But that's how people got drawn into the group. Like, hey, I've got a guy. Like you were saying earlier, Vince, I know a guy. He's he's good at what he does. He's he's the best at his, his business, whatever. And then you would, you would join. But... Um, I just, I want to make sure that people understand it's not referral groups. Aren't just like, Hey, we're trying to, we're trying to stack the deck for one particular company that I don't think that's even a thought in our head. When, when we're referring somebody, we want to refer a person, whether it's our family, like we refer these people to our families and our friends and our our closest, the people closest to us, not just our customers, but the people closest to us. And a lot of the people in the room, we've known for a long time, like over a decade, right? We've known most of the people in the group right. for over a decade. I mean, the insurance person in our group has my, been my insurance person for over 12 years. Tony's been my accountant for over, I've known it's you. Longer it, than you. Right, longer than I've been in the group. the group. Right, yeah. so probably as long as I've known Brian. I mean, so we've got, like you said, we've gotten to know these people. But take us through how we get to know those people. It's not just at the meetings. So take us through how we do the one-on-one, the the RPMs. We call it a, an RPM. T- take us through that process so that we understand how important that is outside of the meeting to get to know people because you can't refer somebody you don't know or, or can't appreciate or respect. Anybody. So the RPM, that acronym that you said, are called referral partner meeting. So, yeah, in the, once a week for that 90 minutes that we're together, it's, you know, you can't get to know all, everything you need to know about one person's business. So what we do is we get together outside of the meeting and we call them the RPM, referral partner meeting. So we get together outside in whether for coffee, lunch, dinner, whatever medium that might be. And then we record those meetings, and so when you rec- you say record, not like if audio record, you just mean like we've we've noted that we met with that person. Correct. We you know we just we track them, um, you know, in house that we had a meeting, and and why is that important? I don't mean to cut you off, but why is that important that we track? Because somebody goes, well, why do you track that? It's important because you want to make sure it's accountability, it's right? Accountability. Like you're actually getting to know these people. Right. So. Yeah, we, we track more than just referral partner meetings. And I guess we track our referrals, we track our closed business, and we could touch about that differently. But, you know, we want our members, we encourage our members to get to know each and every one of us individually, and not only personally, but more in depth about their business. Because the more we know about each other, the more we can learn to know, like, and trust them. And so, you know, like, you know, if I don't, if I don't meet with Tony outside the group, I would never know that you know he does this specific thing about business um, taxes, or this specific thing about small business entities, or this specific thing about real estate. You know, there's other nuances that you would never know about. You know, so those are the kind of things that you want to meet with those people outside of the group. That's all. 
Well, when I think I just had a, I just had one that was a great one. I was meeting with Joanna and Joe. Uh, Joe does Which is uh, insurance and roofing. Yeah, and what we were doing was we were talking about because we were running into some problems because in the Midwest, um, insurance companies are not insuring certain roofs on homes if it hasn't been done within a certain yep. period of time. So we had a client that um, he was not able to get his, uh, it was actually a buyer that uh, you did. We're having and issues, yeah. We're having issues, could not get insurance on the roof because of the age of the roof. And like, th that was all conversations that we were talking about. So that helps me educate where I can go back to my buyers, but I'm not like reading about it. I got two professionals in front of me that we're talking through some of the challenges, um, you know, that are going on in their industry and how it's impacting ours. Um, and then besides that, just, just homeowners insurance coming up so much higher now. You know, for clients, as they're mm -hmm. getting their renewals now, the insurance companies have increased. So the averages that I use when I'm quoting clients up front, I have to, I had to adjust those just based on what we're seeing and what I'm hearing from her. So if we don't have that meeting, we don't really go deep to really better educate our clients, you know, and understand what's going on. That opens up a whole nother power team conversation. Yeah. Where Explain what that is to people who might not understand that. So... I call it playing nice in the sandbox when you're, I use it in real estate terms. So when, when you have a buyer who's purchasing a home, so you have a real estate agent, you have a loan officer, you have a real estate attorney, um, you potentially now have a home inspector, you have a roofer now that's involved, you have an insurance agent who has to insure that home. Um, and so you pass, possibly have an electrician that needs contractors to be, that a, need to be a, right. an electrician, a, a plumber, all these people that need to be pulled into this transaction in order for this home to be insured because of what was found on that inspection report. So if you have everybody that's on the same team and all on that same power team that could communicate in a professional manner and everybody can play nice in the sandbox and has a nice open communication, that transaction will go much smoother than it would if everybody is communicating all crazy and not no one ever, no, nobody knows each other. And so that's one of the things that I promote on my side in my business world, you know, that why wouldn't somebody should use me over somebody else because I have this networking group that has been so important to me that's helped me become who I am in business. Yeah, I think it's important to point out that Vince has almost annually always topped the list of uh, referral closed business that he's uh, referred away simply because he does because he's has the most opportunity yeah he has a ton right? of opportunity and he really works that network to the nth degree i think it's important to point out to people who might be listening that think well there's a lot of electricians out there and there's a lot of plumbers and can't i use mine and what about this guy and there's competition and maybe it's not the best price or whatever it is but i'm thinking about it from the person who's buying that home how easy is it for that person to just go take care of it for me. Like send me these people. If you trust them, I trust them type of thing. And so it's not, we're not trying to pull one over on anybody. That's not, you know, I hear that sometimes about networking groups. Oh, networking groups. It's personally, I think you can look at it as a resource group, right? Instead of a referral or a networking, it's, I mean, it's I mean, a that, resource group. That's what it is. I mean, I, again, I get a lot of referrals from both of you. Uh, and it is because you've, provided a resource of multiple people. I'm just one of the cogs that is, is in your uh, referral wheelhouse that these people are looking for. And I can tell, I mean, I had multiple conversations in the last month 
with people that you guys have referred me that have said, no, I've already used this, this, and this person from your group. I really trust Brian or I really trust Vince. Uh, they've really steered me in the right direction and all this stuff. So I'm sure you're, I'm sure you're good type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a hub really, right? It's mm -hmm. a, it's a hub yeah. that your, Spokes. your people can come to and tap into your resources and know that they're, they're quality vetted people that you're going to be putting in front of them. So we had a transition in the group. I think this is a good opportunity to take, um, to note the transition in the group from that franchise. And we've kind of got, we kind of got disenfranchised from that group, so to speak. Yeah. Because, and correct me if I'm wrong here, the feeling in the group was we're paying all this money to be in this group, but that franchise or that entity wasn't really giving us in return what we needed for the community. Right. Not even just for well, ourselves. There was, there was an element of that. Community. It was just the sheer magnitude of and greed that that franchise had just tripled, maybe quadrupled their initiation fee to get in, which was right. an impediment to bringing in people to the to the. And group. where did that Could, money go? So was that's, the important that's maybe to the, the franchise. That's maybe the stigma that people who are not in networking groups have. That you know, you know, businesses we were paying a franchise to be in this networking group. And that franchise was supposed to be, I don't know what they were really doing. Well, for they, they, they had their regiment and they provided a certain level of support. But at the end of the day, that, that level of support wasn't what we were needing. And so the yeah. value for the money that was getting pushed to them, it just, it just wasn't there. And we right. came to the realization that here, we can do this in, in a, somewhat similar format there's things we didn't like about it we'll do it in our own fashion okay and we and we don't need to charge anywhere near what they're charging yeah. but and, and i think there's there's one key reason that we went because we started to move towards where we went while we were still there and it was funny too because like we, we wanted to give back to the community right and so we well, used that's the to, whole thing about referrals is right. we're we're doing it for the community right, yes right. we're doing it for ourselves it is a selfish thing we are trying to grow our business but by that same token, by growing our business, we're helping the community. Right. Correct. And, and we wanted to do some charity type stuff, right? And so remember, we started out, so we would have this deck of cards, right? Mm -hmm. And what we would do is we, we would sell raffle tickets so that you could pick from the deck of cards and one of the cards would have winner on there. And we were trying to raise money. It was a 50-50 that we would do so that we could raise money to give back a, a donation. And I remember it took yeah. us forever it took forever. us forever to like save up. There was two. several times we went to almost like the last <clears throat> yeah. two or three two cards, cards in the deck. Right, right. And we were just trying to get to like 250 bucks to give so away. So it would be, our, it would be 10 months before we got a winner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Vince ordered up this big fake check and we were all excited because uh -huh. we were going to give away 250 bucks, bucks, right? Yeah. And we had local charities. That you we guys were are all laughing because it, it seems so small compared to what we yeah, do Yeah, and when we yeah. get to where we're going, you're going to laugh. I mean, yeah. Yeah. You, you stay on this podcast because you're gonna. When you get there, you're gonna be like, <laughs> "Holy good. cow! I what got, did these guys?" I got, just do? I got goosebumps now just thinking about how this transpired. Yeah. But it was so funny though because we did. We gave away like several two fifties, and it was funny because then other mem other groups within the franchise then started doing a little bit of. They were trying to copy what we were doing. So we well, were it's funny. We were, we were the, the naughty direction. group, and then we were actually the model group. Yes, yeah. because it, it, people saw how successful it was. And, and I think every, when, you, when you're kind of listening to this, you're like, okay, well, they, were they kind of renegades? I mean, we were, we were always. Oh, yeah. We, always. But to be honest with you, in the beginning, if you remember, we were, because at the one meeting, I was the president at the time, and, and I was on the stage, and they were giving me a plaque because we were one of the top top groups, you know, that was out there with, like, number of members, closed business that we did. So we were, like, 
the model, but not the model. Because we wanted more and we wanted to do something, but we needed framework. I mean, Tony talked right. about that structure, early on. We structure. needed structure and framework because we didn't know what we were doing. We right. were just we were just some guys and gals sitting around a table trying to figure it out, right? Um, and then it, and then we kind of evolved. But yeah, that was funny with our two hundred and fifty dollar check, man. We we just we were so proud of you know being able to donate two fifty back to. We did like a food pantry yeah. and we did uh, cancer kiss my coolie, you know, and stuff like that. So that was our our first little two fifty checks went there, right? So then it became very apparent that we wanted to go in a different direction. We didn't want to pay all of this money for having essentially no return from the franchise. And we said, how can we do this better with a with a very low, in, and I call it an investment, but it's not really because we give every single dollar of that back to the community. Mm-hmm. So we said, well, look, it's a dollar a day, 365 bucks. Yep. You pay 365 bucks, and it was more of an accountability thing. Like, you have to have skin in the game to be in the group. You can't just go, well, we're just going to let you in. Pay the three sixty five, but every single one of those dollars then gets put into the kitty, and we give that back. So, three years ago, maybe. So it went back to we were, we were sitting around. We took the exec team at the time, so I was the president. It was during COVID. Um, we were transitioning. We were all virtual at the time. We were in person, and then COVID hit, and then we were we were like, "What the heck do we do?" Um, it was. February, yeah, February 29, 2000, when it was when we left the franchise. Mm-hmm. Um, the franchise jacked their annual bill up. It was right around $1,000. Yep. Yeah. And all we got was nothing. We got an agenda, an app. Got some slips of paper. And we got, colored slips of <laughs> yeah, paper. Yeah, we got slips of paper. That's how we tracked our- Plus ref- your quarterly dues. Yeah, quarterly dues. That's how we tracked our referrals, closed business- and our, you know, one-on-one meetings. Then they, they got an app. And we had an app, put right. everything on the app. So, but for $1,000, the franchise kept all that money. So we were sitting around this table and said, well, you know what? We got to get out. We have to evolve. Let's go on on our own. And let's let's come up with our own meeting agenda. Let's come up with our own. And I, I really, I personally wanted to go 50-50. I wanted to go philanthropy. Let's do it all. If we can grow in the community with philanthropic interaction and then 50% business networking, it'll be far more re- return. And, yeah, and, uh, and our time. And well, our we'll, time. Reach more, we'll reach more people and, in the and community. Reach. Mm-hmm. So what we did was, you know, we wanted to figure out, all right, we, we got to charge something. So what are we going to charge? So we kind of went back and thought, you know, let's go back. I think B and I were... Whoop, that's the bad and just some that's just some franchise acronym. Um, <laughs> I think when we first started back 15 years ago, that's about what we paid to get in. So we went to 365. Dollar and so a day. we said a dollar a day. Um, and we changed our name to Referral Partners 365. And why did we do that? Why did we choose referral partners? Like, I think the partner part of it was yeah. very important. Yeah, because we are all partners. I, I, right. I, I don't yeah. remember exactly where we came up with the name. I know the 365 part, but we were all partners, and then we're referrals. And we decided to kind of split 50-50. So we created 50%, basically a philanthropic, philanthropic organization, a 50% business networking. So the business networking part of it didn't change. Um, but then what we added is the ph- philanthropy stuff. So what we did is each, not necessarily each quarter, but I think we did trimester. So the first quarter, um, the first year, we did a large bags tournament. And the first year we we did um, Veterans Path for Hope. 
and we put on a huge bags tournament to support Veterans Path for Hope, and we raised, I think, $1,500, I think is what we did. It was the very yeah. first time yeah. we, we had ever right. did something right. like that. Yeah. We, had, we put out a lot of money out of our own. We learned. We learned. We yeah. learned. Um, it's but, expensive to do some of these things. Yeah, because <clears throat> we had to have bag, we had to have boards made, and we had, you know, we had a lot of It was out of, not out of pocket for of, charity, but out of pocket out for of, the business. For, for the business, yes. for us, because we didn't know what we were doing. But to raise 1500 bucks, not knowing anything about it, and we had, which correct me if I'm wrong, is six times what we'd normally would give. Yeah, but it took us <laughs> no, like yeah, a year to raise, raise just two hundred and fifty dollars. Right, right, right. And so we but, were able to do this yeah. in, a, in a yeah very small amount yeah. of time. Period of time. And then we didn't over do, a day. Yeah, and then we didn't do anything in the we didn't do anything in the summer. And then we did we raised more than we did. I don't know about a thousand bucks for toys for tots for that, that winter, and that's not even counting all the toys that were donated. And that was and yeah, yeah, we set a record for toys delivery. Right, and at, we would do quarterly though. We would have like a little networking at, event, and then we would do networking events, and we did networking events every single month at each venue. We would pick a restaurant, and we would do raffle baskets and presentations, like we did Village Vintner. We did you know some of the So Hops and Crystal Lake Brewery, Crystal Lake Brewery, and then we I, would. I like how Vince said those, those are all restaurants. We, we hit a yeah. lot of breweries, Vince. Oh, Antigua, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, was this? Yeah, whatever. They're social events. They're social events. They're social events. Anyway, yeah. yeah. But that was, was the, the first year. Adult beverages. But what I'm really excited about and to talk about is the second year. Yeah, we killed it. The second year last year is where we really <laughs> killed it and really took off. So we did the bags tournament again, and we raised. Almost three thousand dollars, I believe. Yeah, and like like sixty something teams. Sixty some like teams. The, well, we had a lot of our expense in the first year. Right. We yeah. gotta remember. Yeah. So we had t shirts, we had bag yeah. boards and all that. Boards. So all that was gone yeah. and we were able to reuse a lot of yeah. that stuff. So we almost doubled for Gigi's Playhouse mm -hmm. for the right. first quarter. Well, and then we brought in we brought in a DJ. I mean a DJ. there was a DJ. Yeah. I mean, we've had all kind we just and we kept held adding it, we to held it. it at Parkside in Parkside, Huntley. Parkside and Huntley. And um we Shout had out it right to across, JR. right? Which we had it across from the veteran from the American Legion, so we yep. pulled the veterans from there from yep. the year before because they were they were there for the Veterans Path to Hope, yeah. so they already knew, and we were able to advertise in local businesses that yeah. we were going to be there. Yeah. And then so, we added. So if you're listening, this May we'll be doing another one, and then in the summer in July, last it was the last Friday in July, we inaugural. did our first inaugural, or it, the first inaugural, we did a golf outing. Yeah. And not only we killed it for options and advocacy in Crystal yeah. Lake, yeah. and yeah. we raised over ten thousand dollars. That was awesome. Yeah, that was incredible. Yeah. That was amazing. Gives me goosebumps just saying it. Our yeah, and our, I think we were. At, I think we were almost at total, almost uh, fifteen thousand, wasn't it? With the yeah, it might have been the, almost fifteen. Yeah, 000. yeah we had a cornerstone on bank also did a donation yeah. too. So yeah. yeah, so that uh, golf outing this year is going to be in August. Um, Crystal Lake Country Club. Yeah, I think yeah. it's August 12th. August 12th. So mark your calendars, everybody. And then we're also going to do our Toys for Tots three years in a row. That one Come will be the Santa. beginning. Come meet Santa at the beginning of December. Um, and then we're also going to support some of the galas this year. So we're going to add, we're going to mix, sprinkle in those. We're going to buy some tables, uh, like some of the Veterans Path for Hope. We're going to support CASA of McHenry County again. Um, we'll do some stuff with Veterans Path for Hope again. Um, so uh, our philanthropy side, uh, which is, I'm the chair of that is growing tremendously each and every year. Um, we're actually, I'm going to try to put a committee together, um, and maybe create some kind of an application 
um, uh, because we're getting so much interest um, in our organization for for philanthropic donations. So, and, and you know what I think is cool too is like now we're getting people that are reaching out to us. And originally we had, we were calling and being like, Hey, we'd like to donate money yeah. and we'd like you to come to this basement and we're <laughs> going to give you a copy of a check. And like, they yeah. didn't, they're like, who are you guys? And then now they're, now they're reaching out to us saying, right. Hey, we'd yeah. love to, we'd love to get on your list of somebody that you're, you're sponsoring yeah. and doing stuff for. It's so awesome. I get a lot of emails now. Yeah. A lot of emails. Pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. So the, the impressive part of all that, and then you guys do a lot of work in regards to that and it's spectacular is we got to keep in mind this group is only 18 19 people right now right yeah yeah, yeah. so mm-hmm. so this is all being generated through a uh, highly concentrated group without you know this isn't like 50 people we're not chamber yeah. we're not th- these other organizations but the magnitude of what's transpiring um with the uh, philanthropic philanthropic excuse philanthropic. me i can never philanthropic get right um endeavors has been spectacular and uh, give you a lot of credit vince and the involved in all that it's it's it's, a, it's a added a um an element that i think makes us all feel very good and proud mm-hmm. uh, to be involved in our communities and, and provide uh, you know uh, those organizations with some you know much needed funds i think it goes back to the quality of the group the people that we have in the group they're very committed to the group they're they've bought in they're they're committed to the community if you have the right people in place, it's just like any business, right? If you have the right people in place, right your business team. is going to succeed, yep. right? right? Mm-hmm. Got to have the right team. And we've gone through, a, I mean, I remember we've been as low as 10 people that I've been there maybe, and we've been as high as 25 people. Oh, we've, we've been, been higher. 30, 30, 30. Oh, we were just, okay. just under 40 at one point. Yeah. I mean, I remember the rooms used to be pretty full. Yeah. So, you know, you would do a 60-second commercial type of thing, and it would take forever to go around the room. And then we had to cut it to 45, and then we had to cut it to 30. And then we went back to a minute. And now we don't really even do that. We just, you know, we highlight maybe one person's business. They talk for a couple of minutes. But it's really how can we help the community? What are we doing? How do? And we don't even ask. A lot of times we don't even ask for referrals anymore during the meeting. We just talk about what do you need in your business, right? Right. So we've cut, that's why I said in the beginning, it's, it's like a mentorship. It's evolved. And it's a partnership because if Brian's going through something one week or Vince going, or Tony's going through something, he's like, Hey, I've got this issue. Or one of the other business owners is like, hey, I got this issue. And we might sit and talk about it for 10 minutes or 15 yeah. minutes or 20 yeah. minutes. Cause it's important to that individual to work through that. And since they're a partner and they're almost like family, we want to make sure that they get through it and they talk through it and they, and they work through their business. Um, but talking about business, I want just give me a couple minutes before we're done here. I don't want to leave before giving you guys an opportunity to kind of tell people about what you do for a living. So we'll just we'll start with Tony, go to Vince, go to Brian. Give me a couple minutes. Just give me a brief synopsis of your profession, your company, um, why you love what you do, and how long you've been doing it. Okay. So I'm, I'm a partner with Eric J. Fernandez and Company. Uh, I've been with the firm for 33 years. Um, been a CPA for 40 years. Um, which means I'm a, you know, my tagline is knowledge plus experience equals results, with the emphasis on experience. Um, yeah, I've done a lot of, a lot of work um, with clients uh, in this area for many years, um, predominantly work with small businesses, but I, I have my share of, uh, you know, medium-sized businesses, tend to specialize in the construction industry, um, have, have uh, many businesses in that arena that, uh, have banking relationships that I, I, I help them with. I, I sometimes help place them at banks, procure their loans. Um, so I'm, I'm just 
you know, the firm, I'm, I do a lot of the consulting side of, of what we do. The tax prep and compliance is, is pretty standard. Most anybody does that, but uh, I'm at a firm where we have uh, several offices, uh, 35 to 40 people, depending on the time of year. And, uh, you know, so, you know, most firms offer those standard services. We kind of go beyond that uh, with the planning aspect of it, uh, the formation of the businesses, the type of business it, sh- it should be. So I kind of, uh, you know, have a standard way of dealing with new business owners. And I get that's a lot of the referrals I end up getting uh, from this group is, is people going out on their own, possibly for the first time. Um, I understand their challenges that they face, and I try to give them a, a, a very practical um, way to go about um, d- doing business, doing their accounting, and, and doing their uh, d- compliance tax work. So that's what I specialize in. Uh, before I, I tell you who I am, I just wanted to just say thank you to our leader, our current leadership team of our referral group. Um, without Sin, uh, Joanna, and Brian, um, who are currently at the reins, um, you know, we wouldn't be going where we're going in that direction. So I want to give them a shout out. I'd name everybody, but I don't have the whole list in front of me, and I'd, I'd miss somebody. <laughs> show of hands, so, who's well, been on the leadership team well, in this? In this? Show of hands, are we on yeah. camera? So, yeah. <laughs> sure. I'm just saying show of hands. Yeah. Oh, just for me, show of hands, oh. if you've been president, vice president, or secretary. I have many years as a president. Yeah. Brian, yeah. Brian Reed here has been yeah. many years I as had a president. Two, Tony. You know, I've so. been mostly the treasurer type stuff. Yeah. But, yeah. So. but I would I would concur. Echo. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, in, it's important to point out that that's, all of those people are, other than Joanna, are, are – haven't been here the whole 15 years. They might have been right, here five, right. seven years, but they've helped take the reins and, and push this group in, in, yeah. into a, a, a different stratosphere of, again, it, it's not a large group in numbers, but as far as effectiveness and what it's doing, I, I think it's as, as effective or more effective. In fact, our closed business uh, right. I- increases every year. It's it's larger than it's ever been, and, and, and it's a testament to how those, those people lead. Yeah, they've let us, you know, they've taken it one way so we could help grow it in another way. So it's, we, the chemistry in our group is, I can't even, I can't even explain it. It's I, just I think fantastic. it's more vision and identity, right? Yeah. yeah. We have those now. We ha- yeah. We have those and, and people now can just, they're just running with it, you know, yeah. and evolving it. So I would agree with you. Yeah. Well, it's like yeah. in any business, you can only take it so far, right? right? So you need to bring in new blood every so often yeah. to make sure that you're not being complacent. Because I think we, our group got very complacent for a while. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we started the, the referral partners 365. And then the people who used to be in the leadership roles took a big giant step back, took other roles that they could help grow and mentor the people who became the leaders. And those people have flourished. Um, and, you know, they won't be in that position forever. There'll be right. other people to take over and take it in a different direction or, 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 a, or a better direction. But, yeah, I mean, it's important to, to recognize those yeah. people. And, you know, we'll do one of these a month. And so you'll get to know those people on these podcasts and on these episodes. And you'll get to understand what they do and how, how the leadership team works and get different perspectives. It's, you know, this is just the inaugural, so to speak. And we wanted to give you a foundation for um, what our group was and what it is. So back but- to you. Yeah, so back to me. I, I am Vince Romano. I am a real estate broker here in the area. I'm also licensed in um, Northern Illinois primarily, but I'm also licensed in Southern Wisconsin. Um, I am with I own my own business at Romano Realty, um, but I am underneath the Keller Williams Success um, umbrella. 
Um, I've been in business 18 years. Um, I run a small team um, with uh, two partners um, that work for me, and that's Scott and that's Betsy. Um, I've been in business for for the for the people. Um, I enjoy real estate because of you guys. Um, every single transaction is completely different from one another, so it's always exciting, and you never know what you're going to get. So from you know from one to another, um, it, it never gets old, and you know. So I, I just enjoy it. Uh, I love meeting new people, and um, you know I can't really see myself doing anything else. I love the freedom of that real estate gives me, um, and uh, and I look forward to doing it for many many years. Good, uh, Brian Reed, American Portfolio Mortgage, and I go by not how long I've been in the business. I go by the start date now because it's been long enough. So back in 1991, I started. Let people uh, do the math themselves. They can do the math themselves. You know, they got to use toes and fingers and all that stuff now. But uh, Tony's doing the math right now. <laughs> the. Uh, and I work for American Portfolio Mortgage, and I do business in uh, Illinois. And then it expanded just because people were reaching out to me. I was getting so much need. So then I went into Wisconsin, uh, went into Florida, um, and then I'm in Indiana now too. So those are my main states. But then I also have other employees and that are within our company that I can help in different states. So it, it helps. I think we're licensed now in we have people in like 38 of the 50 states. So even if somebody's looking outside of Illinois, I can at least get them in front of a good loan officer if it's not me. Um, and really, I got into the business by, uh, st- you know, started, I'll give you a quick synopsis. I was going to be a firefighter. That was going to be my, what I was going to be. And and then back in the, you know, uh, early 90s, it was tough to get a job there. And then I got into the mortgage business and kind of took off from there. But the one thing I love is, is really helping people build wealth through real estate, Right whether they're buying their home, they're buying an investment property, they're buying a second home. I mean, it's, it's so cool to see people get the keys and their excitement and they're starting a family. They're, they're downsizing wherever it is in their life. There's just so much positive. It's built around real estate. And I get to do that every single month, you know, which is pretty cool. Excellent. I want to make sure that people understand kind of the, the quality of individuals that we have in this group. So I'll start with Tony. Tony mentioned he's a partner. He's a partner in an accounting firm. Vince, the average real estate agent sells five homes a year. I think it's a little, now that the market's come back a little, I think it's more more than that. Maybe seven, eight. Seven. But tell people kind of a general area of where you and your team sell how many homes a year. Well, personally, I average into the 70s. Okay. um, But the market's kind of down some because who wants to give up? But on an average year. Who wants to give up a 3% interest rate to buy a house at, at 8%? So I'm in the 40s now. Yeah. But- you know, it's it's eight times what maybe oh, the, yes. the normal sure. person For does. Sure. And then Brian, you're typically one, if not two, yeah. of the top. I'm sales, blessed. You know, I, I usually finish in the top two. Yeah. yeah, but for the most part, I've been one of the top producers over the last twelve years that I've been at the company. So, so that gives you guys a, an understanding of the quality of people that we have. I keep a low profile in this group, and I know, and <laughs> you guys don't like to tout your success, but that's what this group has done individually. It helped get you guys there, and then. For me, I've gotten to be friends with all of you guys. So appreciate you guys being here today and sharing your story. And this is the inaugural. So you guys are part of the inaugural. Yeah. This is look fun. back and, and have it. Was it what you guys expected? Yeah, this was great. Thanks yeah. for hosting, Rich. Yeah, yeah, this is cool. Thank you. I will be your host going forward. My name is Richard. And uh, this is Between the Referrals. <laughs> <laughs>